재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Generation Now here on Koreascape TBS EFM 101.3 It's my weekly chance to get up to speed to the extent that I can with what young Koreans are doing uh, how they're adapting to their changing society and how they are making society adapt around them Leah Young is here in the studio with that as usual Hi Leah Good morning, Kurt. I heard from a trusted source <laughs> that this is your 52nd week yes. of doing this program. And as we all know, 52 weeks equals one year. Yeah. So it's your first Koreascape birthday. Yes, I'm so proud of myself. And thank you so much for helping me out for a year. I can't believe oh, it. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. I, I love learning the stuff that you bring <laughs> in every week. So this week, we're talking about uh, one of the clear divisions of generation. I guess this is kind of true all over the world. You know, sort of the, the stars and the singers and the pop culture that you identify with the most marks you. It, yes. It, it marks you for who you are and when you grew up. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a clear marker to divide one generation to another. Mm. Uh, in Korea, in order to avoid any challenging or overwhelming uh, conversation that kind of creates the awkward silence, people begin their conversation by asking, what year were you born in? Mm-hmm. So that's a common question that everybody might ask you. Which is, I mean, that's common and not awkward in Korea, but it's extremely awkward for most expats. Yes. Here. Yeah. For the Western culture. For the Western culture. It, it could like, come across a little bit impolite, right? Hi, I've just met you. How old are you? <laughs> it's because the address term or the title changes according to your year of birth in Korea. So uh-huh. even from one year difference in age, the dynamics change, how you're going to position yourself in that relationship. So it's somewhat important to know. So it defines you to be like Hyung or Nuna or mm-hmm. Onni or Oppa. Sunday so, and all that. DTR, yeah. you got a DTR. Determine the relationship. Yes. So asking 몇 년생이세요, which means what year you were born, uh, Koreans count their age linked to the change of year, not the actual birthday. So if you are born in the same year, that means you're the same age. And according to that information, people would try to make divisions or classifications on what category you belong in and characterize that certain age group to tell them apart. Mm, Okay. So Koreans, when they ask you that, uh, especially if you're a Westerner getting that question for the first time, they are merely trying to set the borderline Mm -hmm. of, um, you know, do I have to uh, look up to you and speak with a certain kind of grammar? Yeah, but it's not for people to offend someone else. It's It's just kind of calibrating. Yeah. And whenever there's a new breed of generation emerging, there are new words made up to explain them well. So Mm. the generation now, the ones who are creating a scene, a new culture who brings new ideas to the conventional world, people make up new names, terms, or wording to indicate this young generation. So, for example, the most commonly used word nowadays is Generation Z. Zed. So following the introduction of the generation X and Y, who prefers uh, images over text, who prefers to communicate via mobile devices and then in real life, who's familiar with multimedia platforms and short content, who prefers to shop online and values personal satisfaction than appearance, mm. are the ones who are born between 1995 and early 2000s. So these who, are the super young. This is like the youngest of generation now, yes, really. Yes, the new generations. 
who are now in their early 20s. Even millennials are like old compared to these people. Yeah. I mean, there are many words like millennials that are commonly used like global nomads or digital natives. Mm. But come to think of it, the society has been labeling these names upon a certain age group. Uh, Although people may agree that they belong to that category, no one would introduce themselves like, hi, I'm a digital native, or hi, I'm Generation Z, or something. <laughs> It sounds a little off, right? Okay. Unnatural. So you go back to that Yunseng kind of thing, or you have other markers. Yeah, like you can distinguish a certain age group like from like Olympic period. So you were born in the 2002 World Cup or something. Or you can distinguish them by how much you are... knowledgeable about the technology like a pager or floppy disk or a fax or a subway <laughs> a ticket. fountain pen a quill yeah yeah okay that's some in some point in the history that they existed sure or the presidency period but the most profound and insightful division would have the connection to the k-pop history okay so that's the best marker mm-hmm. which singer you grew up kind of dancing to, that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, so who was most in trend or creating the cultural syndrome while you, the viewer, were still in middle school to high school age? Mm. And the celebrity, celebrity is just a couple years older than you. So, and it's those who people mostly worshipped or hang posters on the back of their bedroom door who... always want the survey of the number one for all the good questions, like who do you most likely want to spend Valentine's Day with? That kind of uh, okay. questions. So, <laughs> Who's your K-pop opa? Mm-hmm. Okay. It helps you get a vague idea of age when someone tells you. So for my age, it was definitely someone sede, someone generation. Uh, you told me your favorite song was that one-on-one song. Like yeah, that. I'll get to one-on-one. It, Right. Later, but here's <laughs> the outline that would help. That would be helpful to understand the generation and age division in Korea. Okay, so I'll just give you chunks. Here are the of big markers, the goalposts. Markers, yes. All right. So we start from Soteji. Soteji, that you're ancient. If Soteji is mm, your, he's like almost a religion to. He's some almost people. a religion. Yeah, like the founding father of idol. Fandom Founding culture. father being yeah. the operative word. You're, you're on the older side of the scale if, if you're going, yeah, Soteji's my jam. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if they say, I'm Soteji Sede, it would directly mean that they are now in their late 30s or early 30s who were okay. born around 1979 to 1981. Mm. And then the following generation is Juice. So they I are... I don't even know Juice. Deuce or... Deuce. Deuce. Okay. Deuce. So they are born around 1983, an early Korean hip-hop rap genre um, singer group. Okay. And then the first generation of idol culture begins. So H.O.T. and Jeki. Okay. Generation starts. So that's kind of the first one. We've got clips. Um, you want to... Uh, I rarely get the chance to play H.O.T. because they're kind of retro, but uh, you want, can we play it? Yeah. What sure. song do we have on standby? It's called Pete. Okay, just fade it up a little bit. All right, so if you're bopping along to this while you're driving or whatever, you are definitely of what generation? So you're about 33 in Korean age. Okay. And the idea of rivalry really begins. So a cutthroat competition against each other. So H.O.T. and Jackie were rivals. So from this 
era, singers were formed in a group with multiple members who mm. each have their distinctive characters and looks. And the whole group has to offer a little bit of everything for everyone. Mm. So if you're a H.O.T. fan, you may be never friends with Jackie, his fans. Oh, you got rivalries. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can't like both because that would mean you're a traitor. Okay, all right. <laughs> And it becomes dead serious who you choose to like. So it's, you can compare to the similar era of Backstreet Boys and Wet's life, if you can recall. Was there a rivalry between them? I think so. Okay. The Backstreet Boys fans would never like Westlife, I think. Oh, then, I, do you mean do you mean um, Westlife or NSYNC? Because Westlife's slightly after Backstreet Boys. Yeah, maybe NSYNC could be involved as okay. that era as well. Westlife is almost derivative of those two groups. So mm-hmm. NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the beginning of the girl group war began mm. with SES and Finkel. And which member you think is pretty told a lot about a guy's ideal type. So can we uh, give a little clip? We've got SES on standby. Um, This track is called Cause I'm Your Girl. Let's hear it. So SES was more on a fairy-like image, mythical, secretive, and Finko was more onto the image delivering the girl next door or the girlfriend type that you okay. might be. I met one of the Finko uh, women uh, when she was playing the witch in um, Wicked here in town. Oh, the musical. Jan, yeah. Right. Yeah, I went to do a video about her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's your next kind of your, if, if you're one of the girls' generation, or I shouldn't say that because that's the name of a group, uh, sort of girls' groups. Generation, that's what I mean. Yes. And then followed by Xinhua and G.O.D. generation. I met them too, G.O.D. Oh, really? <laughs> so they're are the ones that have fans that are around late 20s to early 30s mm-hmm. now. Xinhua was more of a masculine, sporty, downtown-ish, like handsome-looking dance group. Mm-hmm. And G.O.D. was more likely a typical boy next door as opposed to a superstar image who sings songs with sincere, hopeful, and empowering messages. We got a little G.O.D. Why don't you fade that up? This is called Hanusek Pungsan. What does that mean? Uh, sky blue colored balloons. Let's just hear it for one second. We did a little interview back then with G.O.D. One of them's kind of like the bad boy rapper with the shaved head one of them's yes. kind of like the slightly kind of bigger dude who's got the sweet voice right mm-hmm. kind of the singer of the group this song was a tribute to their fans because their fan, uh, fandom color was sky blue sky blue mm-hmm. okay and around uh, 2000s the early uh, the, the second generation of the idol group Smackdown mm-hmm. has begun with Dongbang Shingi so from this era The idea from H.O.T. to Shina generation repeated just with the new generation change. So a familiar pattern has been repeated. Mm -hmm. And then Sonia Shide, the girls' generation, and Wonder Girls' generation has started. Everybody, young, old, or whoever, started to do cover dances for these groups. And they are... Most likely born in around 1994. And, That young, really? Mm-hmm. And the celebrities themselves would do tribute for HOT or SES or the previous idol group generation. And then followed the age of girl group wars. Mm-hmm. 
maybe we can uh, have a back VGM with Wonder Girls. Tell Wonder me. Girls. All right. Well, yeah. Go ahead and fade it up, um, and we'll we'll fade it up again maybe a little bit later. Yeah. This is the song that was huge as I was first arriving in Korea to mm, work. Around like 2007. They I had guess. two back-to-back hits. Yeah. This one, tell me. And then nobody. Nobody with the little clapping routine yeah, yes. that you had to do. And there were many, many girl groups introduced, like Two Any One, Sista, A Pink, Kara, Secret, and it. Uh, from the beginning of indie and hip hop was making th- uh, their way to mainstream, it started to seem like the generation division by K-pop idols started to blur, like it didn't matter anymore since people had more music options to choose from, and many groups were on and off the scene. Mm-hmm. But recently, the two rivalries between Red Velvet and Twice has come back in the. Generation division. I so think we might have to put a pin in the rivalries. We could almost do a part two on this, just on K-pop smackdowns I think between so. groups, because I feel we could flesh out this topic more generationally. All right, uh, Leah, thank you for that. I appreciate you being here for a year. We'll see you again next week. All right, <laughs> thank you. We'll hear the Wonder Girls as we go to break. Tell me.